season. I we talk about it once a month. So, you know, it's been stopping from very valuable. Feel like you're playing. I've been. American Insight. Brought to you by It's CEO Tiago Lopez. Hello everyone, here we are again. We're gonna start recording a new inside cast. Uh, as usual, we got sometimes, once upon a time, no, actually, at all the time we bring somebody pretty special in here to talk about something they are excellent, and they excel in their field of expertise. Yeah. Um, and today, this is your boy, again, your man, whatever you wanna call, Thiago Lopez. Forgot to tell you that. And uh, I would like to encourage you to uh, keep your eyes, keep your eye open, not your eyes, remember this, because keep your eyes, you have just two, you have two eyes, but the expression is eye, I don't know why, but Americans say it like that, so ask them. Uh, so, keep your eye open, better your ear, and uh, we're gonna bring somebody from, I don't know, a lot of places, because I think she's got a lot of nationalities, she's Brazilian, Ryan, Russian, Indian, Australian, whatever. <laughs> I met her at YLI as well. And uh, she's been developing a lot of uh, teddy beers with an excellent and unique approach. And uh, I'd like her to talk better about herself than me. So, MJ, that not stands for Mary Jane, right? There's not a Spider-Man, not here. Uh, can you introduce yourself first, please? Hi, Tiago, how are you? Well, first of all, thank you for considering me for this. Uh, let me answer you some questions. I'm actually Brazilian, but I've been living in Uruguay for 20 years, so I have also the Uruguayan passport. And, fun fact, I'm not Russian, but I'm Lithuanian, so I have the three passports. <laughs> I've been working my entire life with advertising and promoting products for other companies. And about three years ago, I remember that I was working with an ad for a fridge, and the client was, like, super nervous and asking, like, from... I don't know, he asked us to... It was about 9 p.m. and he wanted to have it on air by 1 a.m. on that same day. And I was like, are you crazy? We cannot do this. And yeah, he was completely nuts. <laughs> and he was like, well, but I need to sell this. If we don't take this to the air, it's not going to sell. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm not actually performing an open heart operation in a kit here. And I'm feeling the exact same level of stress as, as if I was. So that day I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore because, let's face it, um, you're going to buy the fridge even if I don't do the commercial, so why the stress? And, uh, well, funny thing is that that same night my daughter, she's now 10, by the time she was, I think, six years old or something like that, six, seven, she came with a drawing that she did from her favorite teddy bear of course, the drawing has nothing to do with the original teddy bear, but it was a nice drawing and she was like, oh man, it would be amazing if this drawing could live with us and interact with us and play with me. And I was like, wow, yeah, that's a super idea. So, well, but it's, you know, it's like 10 p.m., time to go to bed. 
So she went to bed and um, I stayed with that idea of bringing her drawing to life. And I stay up until about, I don't know, 3 a.m. that day, Googling different ways um, to make that idea come true. And I came up with the idea to transform the drawing into a plush toy. So I went to bed at night and around 5 a.m. I woke up screaming, Teddy Bujo! I need to call it Teddy Bujo! <laughs> like a crazy. <laughs> of course, the entire house wake up with my screamings. Um, and uh, I need to clarify here because maybe in other languages it's not that clear. Tebujo stands for I will draw you. It's like a word game in Spanish. So since I still had my advertising agent at that time, by 10 a.m. the next day I had already a prototype and the name and everything. So I went and I registered the, well, I trademarked the name. And by noon, I had my Facebook page open and I was, you know, <laughs> just trying to sell it to see what's going on. That so that's really the like beginning that. of yeah. Teddy Uko. Yeah, that's really like the guts that every entrepreneur has got to get, has got to get in order to succeed. And, you know, if you don't jump out of the cliff, you're never going to know it. So that's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. And at some point I told, I remember my mom was traveling, she was on vacations and she called me and I was like, oh, you know what? I just had an idea like last night that happened. So today this is happening. And she was like, are you crazy? Are you going to leave everything behind? Like you have a salary, you have an income, you have everything you need. And I was like, yeah, you know what? But I'm not happy. So that's what started everything. Uh, I always say that. When somebody tells me like that I'm crazy, that for me is a compliment and uh, exactly. the certainty that I'm on the right path. That's how I am. Exactly. The craziest you are, yeah, it means that you're in the right path for sure. And uh, MJ, I gostaria que você falasse um pouquinho mais sobre a, o seu empreendimento em si, o que você faz, como que tem um caráter de inovação muito legal. E para toda a nossa audiência, eu possa entender um pouco melhor. Bom, na realidade, que nem eu estava contando antes, a gente transforma os desenhos das crianças em ursinhos de pelúcia que são exatamente iguais aos desenhos deles. Então, para nós, por exemplo, é super importante que se uma criança deixa, sei lá, uma parte sem colorir, se o pai não falar para a gente, por exemplo, essa parte ele esqueceu de colorir, só que vai de vermelho, a gente deixa em branco e coisas assim, porque é importante para nós que as crianças vejam que a gente acredita neles. Então, na realidade, não é só um ursinho de pelúcia. É um ursinho de pelúcia, primeiro que ninguém no mundo vai ter o mesmo ursinho de pelúcia que você. É uma maneira de empoderar as crianças, falando que a gente acredita no que eles fazem e que a gente dá as ferramentas para eles poderem fazer realidade ou o que, que eles imaginaram na cabeça realmente se transforma. Isso é o que o TED faz tradicionalmente, digamos, né? Depois a gente tem todo um, um lado mais social, que é o que eu pessoalmente curto muito, e a gente trabalha, por exemplo, um montão com crianças que estão batalhando contra o câncer. Então, a gente vai, conversa com eles, a gente pede para eles fazerem um desenho, aí eles trazem para nós, e a gente leva os ursinhos pelo set de presente, assim, de surpresa... E é uma ferramenta que eles usam para poder continuar batalhando contra a doença e tendo fé que ainda tem esperança para eles batalharem no futuro, né? É, o ano passado a gente fez uma campanha com uma fundação aqui local 
que é bem grande a, a fundação e eles trabalham com um monte de crianças. E o que a gente fez foi, a gente vestiu as crianças, a bailarina, uma pintora, um judoca e um montão de, de, assim, de, de profissões. Então a gente tirou fotos deles e a gente montou os bonecos das fotos das crianças. Ou seja, não de desenho, senão que a gente fez eles vestindo o seu sonho. E a ideia disso era mostrar para eles que eles podem chegar a ser bailarina, pintora, ajudar o que eles quiserem. Foi uma campanha muito legal. Ou seja, as carinhas deles, na realidade, né, quando eles recebiam isso, acho que é a melhor satisfação que eu tenho no meu trabalho. Aí depois, estando lá no Wiley, eu trabalhei com... Bom, minha host, ela era... Ela estava fazendo uns... Não sei nem como falar em português, mas tudo bem, né? São como uns packs que emitem calor de forma permanente entre 5 e 8 horas, que não precisam de energia elétrica nem nada. Eles trabalham com uma reação química. E ela fez todo o development desses packs. E ela estava pondo dentro de umas mantas para poder funcionar como incubadoras para bebês prematuros na Índia. E aí o que eu fiz foi adaptar esses, esses packs para a gente poder pôr dentro dos ursos de pelúcia e poder mandar para as crianças que estão tipo refugiadas nos campos de guerra em países frios como a Síria, por exemplo, para eles não morrerem de hipotermia. Você resolve uma, um gap é, gigantesco de uma, de uma demanda que eu particularmente não conheço ninguém que cobre isso. né? Tipo, Para mim você é o único, então é, parabéns por, pelo, pelo engajamento, é, é fantástico essa, essa abordagem que você teve. Ai, obrigada, que lindo. Não, fantástico. Eu me gostaria de saber alguma coisa também, por exemplo, de tu empreendimento, o que pensas para, não sei, o que pensas a vender a outros países, se se tu tem em Uruguai, se tu tem em alguma... se tu tem tienda, porque a vezes um só vende online, não sei como tu fazes o empreendimento, então, se pudieras falar um pouquinho sobre o plano e tua carreira e como lo haces em dia a dia. Bom, bueno, mira, em realidade, não temos uma tienda física porque não lo justifica, porque justamente como, como nenhum peluche é igual ao outro, nunca temos um estoque para mostrar a la venta. Ou seja, sempre se hace um muñeco e se entrega, então nunca tenho... Ou seja, não tendría material para poner em uma tienda física. Entonces, de momento, simplemente estamos como... En como está Teddy hoy, solo online, que lo usamos en, a través de la web, a través de las redes sociales, por email, o sea, nos pueden contactar por varios medios. Y lo que hacemos es, recibimos el pedido y una vez que nos llega el dibujo, bueno, ahí tenemos como entre 7 y 10 días, más o menos, como mucho, para hacerlo y se lo entregamos en la casa. Cuando tú haces la venta así, uh, en on online, tus ganas financieros llegan más grandes, ¿sí? Claro, sí, sí. Este, lo, lo que tenemos hoy en día es que estamos exportando a otros países un poco a consecuencia de Wiley también. Este, solo con Wiley ya nos fuimos a 32 países, o sea, hay como... Aí tem dibujos em Haiti, em Trinidad e Tobago, em países que creo que nunca pensei que iban a chegar mis muñecos, pero bueno, gracias a Waila e allá están. Este é muito divertido, muito divertido. Me han escrito de personagens, de historietas que querem que les hagamos e coisas assim, outros empreendimentos incluso, e se los hemos hecho e se los hemos mandado por DHL. E agora, em setembro, creo que é, se todo sale bem, 
hago mi primer viaje a Nueva York para poder empezar a vender los teddies en jugueterías en Estados Unidos. ¡Qué súper! Muy, sí, estamos lanzando un producto nuevo también, que es como para poder tenerlo justamente en las jugueterías, porque viste que te dibujo quieras o no, hoy como estamos es una compra pensada, o sea, porque demoramos siete días en hacértelo, vos tenés que pensar en que querés el dibujo, me lo tenés que mandar, tenés que esperar y después lo recibís, no es algo que vas a la tienda y lo podés elegir y lo compras. Entonces, creamos otro producto nuevo, que es un DIY, un do-it-yourself. Do el niño puede elegir cómo montar su propio peluche. Entonces, compra una caja que se llama Mystery Box, que no sabe qué es lo que viene adentro. Y adentro siempre va a venir un cuerpito, dos opciones de cabeza, cuatro pares de brazos, cuatro pares de piernas, dos opciones de ojos y así un montón de accesorios. Y el niño elige cómo montar su nuevo peluche. Va cambiando los brazos, va cambiando las piernas y así va eligiendo hasta que crea un bicho nuevo cada vez que quiere. Esa opción es bastante nueva, la estamos terminando de desarrollar el prototipo y con eso vamos a ingresar al mercado americano. Nueva York. Vamos a empezar por Nueva York, vamos a hacer Nueva York, Detroit y Chicago, son como las tres primeras ciudades. Este, Detroit, porque bueno, nada, ahí estuve cuando estuvimos con Wiley y, y hay como un público necesitado de, de cosas personalizadas, están muy acostumbrados a comprar así algo hecho a medida. Eh, y Nueva York simplemente porque es como el, la ciudad en donde se desarrollan todas las ferias de juguetes. Este, de hecho, vamos a ir a una feria en noviembre y después tenemos otra en febrero que es el, el Toy Fair, que es como el evento más grande de todos Estados Unidos en lo relacionado a la industria. Y nada, estamos cruzando los dedos un poco asustados con el desafío porque es como que salimos de, de Uruguay, que somos 3 millones en total, a un barrio Nueva York que más o menos tiene la misma cantidad de gente que nuestro país. Entonces nos asusta un poco, pero es un lindo desafío. Sí, Sí, yo creo que todo lo que nosotros estamos hablando aquí es un valor uh, súper, muy, muy, muy grande. Y we always have like a moment here in the inside cast. Uh, like this is the first time I, I'm recording a trilingual podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm very happy about that. You know, to speak like Portuguese, English, and Spanish in the same podcast. <laughs> Yes, I had a bilingual program from Curacao, like Spanish English. Nice. English and Portuguese, so that's awesome. Like, thank you very much for the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love the languages. Like, uh, I've started, I, I'm native Portuguese, almost native English because of a lot of stuff. Spanish, studied for three years. I studied for a year and a half in French. And then I kind of, like, I'm not a fluent, an expert, but I speak some German and Italian. I'm not so safe, you know, as I am in French, for example. But, yeah, I try to do something. <laughs> well, I was telling you before, I speak French, like, my whole life, I went to a French school. So, my brain is trained on French, but it's been, like, over 10 years, I don't speak in French with anyone. So, I don't think, like, the podcast is the very... The, the best place to start speaking again, and I speak a little bit of Italian as well. So, Merci. <laughs> D'accord, c'est parfait. <laughs>
And Mary Jane, or MJ, or It's not Mary Jane. <laughs> Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. My name is actually Marjorie, and I hate it. So people here, <laughs> because I'm like, I'm not more, my mom, I don't know why. She just, I think she was angry or something when she decided my name. So she put Marjorie. And every time I introduce myself, people is like, I'm sorry, what? So in here, they baptize me as Mako, but in the US, I don't know why people start calling me MJ. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure, why not? I like it too, yeah. Plus, everybody thinks about Mary Jane, and she's pretty hot, so it's a good association. <laughs> we always have the final part of our podcast, is the Jabba moment. I would like to challenge you to offer something. So whatever it's up to you, it's up to you whatever's in your mind, what do you think? Wow. Well, let's do the following. I will offer a 25% off on our teddy bears, on our traditional teddy bears. For anyone that mentioned this podcast on the at the moment of buying it, they will need to do it though through Facebook because it's the only way that I have to find out that they they listen to this. But also, and this is the fun part. Once I launched the Kickstarter campaign for the refugees to be able to send the plushies to Syria, I dare all of them to buy one plushie for them so I can send another one for Syria. Awesome. This is perfect. You know, it's the first time we have a job like this. So, <laughs> so, so freestyle, uh, the gift of you being an entrepreneur that you're going to sell yourself. And uh, I think you succeed. Actually, I'm positive that you have succeeded in this, in this <laughs> duty. All right. Thank you very much. This was like super fun and awesome. I love it. Yeah, I have <laughs> to thank MJ. Like, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Yeah, you're waiting for my connection here. And I'm uh, pretty <laughs> No worries. Contribution, you know, Trilingual podcast with me, a little bit of friends. So consider Polyglot. Okay, Trilingual, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. Much. Bom dia para vocês. Boa tarde, boa noite. Tudo isso. Ok. Thank you very much. We're talking about it once a month. So, you know, it's inside Very valuable. Feel like you're bleeding. American Insight.